to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Affirming Truth. I am your host, Carla Arges, and I am so glad that you're here today. It was just Father's Day here in Canada where I live, and I know for many of us, Father's Day can be a hard time. Maybe you've lost your dad and you're grieving. Maybe there's distance in your relationship. Uh, Maybe you had a terrible father figure in your life and this just brings you grief and pain. I know sometimes when we struggle with things like Father's Day, we can struggle with really understanding God's love for us. And recently in my Instagram, I polled you guys and I said, when you have trouble accepting God's love, why? Why do you have trouble accepting the love of a loving God? And I got a lot of different answers, some because they don't have father figures in their life that demonstrated love. Some have had church hurt. Some have had past traumas and shame and regret that makes them feel broken and unlovable. And some of you who also have experienced trauma and pain and suffering cannot reconcile how a loving God could allow that to happen. And that's what I really want to talk about today. There's so many ways we could take this conversation, and I will address those other points in other episodes in the future. But today, I really want to talk about how can we trust a God that loves us when he allows us to experience pain and suffering? How how can God love us and allow that to happen? And that's a big question. And I know many of you wrestle with that. And I have to be honest that I've wrestled with that myself. Um, I was six years old when I was sexually abused in the hospital, when I was there for a childhood operation. I have had childhood trauma from my home life. I struggled in my adolescence with homelessness and bad relationships, domestic violence. I became pregnant as a teenager. I so desperately wanted to be rescued from that decision, but ultimately had abortions. And, you know, there's more things that I could go into. How can I believe God loves me? when he has permitted these things to happen. I wrestled with that. Here's the thing. God does not cause evil, right? It's that in his sovereignty, he allows it. And why? Why, if he loves loves us, does he allow it? And I'm going to be honest with you guys. The question is, I don't know why. 
So I want us to challenge ourselves today to look at a different question. Who? Who is God? What can we glean about his character? How in the midst of our suffering does he love us? Because ultimately, it comes down to a choice. Choice, choosing to trust the character and love of God, even when we can't understand his ways. We have to choose to trust God to bring about his purpose through our suffering. God is just. God is loving. God is merciful. And yet, bad things happen. But bad things happening is not the end of the story. And I want to share four points with you. The first one is, Bad things happen in this world, but as believers, this world is not the end. And I want us to look at 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. And it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We live for an eternal hope. God is long-suffering because he wishes none of us to perish. He wishes all of us to be reconciled in love to him through his son, Jesus Christ. And so he's long suffering in permitting evil to have some of its way. But here's the second thing. Bad things happen, but God ultimately uses them for lasting good. So while he's long suffering in permitting the sin and evil so that none of us should perish, he ultimately uses it for lasting good. And we read in Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And I know it's hard when you've been victimized, when you've been traumatized, when you're dealing with illness, when you're dealing with brokenness, divorce, It's hard to see how God will work it out for good. But the promise is that he will. And I have seen this in my own life. The struggles, the suffering that I went through in my adolescence has been worked out for good in my motherhood because I am a much more compassionate and grace-filled and merciful mom towards my son. And I don't know if I would have been capable of that empathy without my own experiences. God is working a good thing out in how my son is being raised because of what I learned through my suffering. God is working it out for good. The third thing is bad things happen, 
but God uses it to equip believers for deeper ministry. Deeper ministry. In 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 5, we read, Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. I would not have the Affirming Truths ministry if it were not for my suffering, if it were not for my trauma and learning how to heal from it and seeing God show up and restore my life, if it wasn't for my mental illness and all that it had taken from me, I would not be having the ministry to women I have today. God is taking that experience and equipping me for deeper ministry, to be a light to others and to point them to Jesus. That has had to come through my suffering. But you know, I was never alone. The word says that I will never leave you or forsake you. God has not abandoned you. God weeps when we weep. We see in Jesus' ministry on earth, he had compassion towards others that were suffering. He had a heart for those who were suffering. He wanted to restore those who were suffering and not just the surface suffering. He wanted to restore us all from the, the, the disease that exists underneath all of this sin. He wanted to restore and save and rescue us from the disease that sin is. He has compassion and he comforts us. You know, we read in Psalm 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I have experienced that in my life. I don't know why I had to get the wounds to begin with, but I know who has come and healed me. The fourth thing is bad things happen, but the worst thing happened to the best person. And we see in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him would not perish, but he'd have eternal life. He gave his one and only son. And Jesus did not try to talk back to the father. God, Jesus willingly humbled himself to the cross. He suffered. He suffered. Did he deserve it? No. Did he earn it? No. He was perfect, but he suffered so that we have this eternal hope so that God can move in our sin and turn it into salvation to equip us with the Holy Spirit to use our God-given gifts in the building of the kingdom. So who is God? God is a God of kept promises. God is a God of covenant. God is a God who has promised to redeem us and restore us and heal us and ultimately bring us into heavenly hope forever. 
So why in his sovereignty does he allow the pain and the suffering? I've learned through my walk that the question why is not the right question because I don't have the mind of God. Here on earth, I'm never going to be able to understand his will and his ways and how he works. God sees all eternity in a second. I just see a moment of time. I don't know the end story. I don't know how everything weaves together. So the question why is wrong. The actual question is who? Who is my firm foundation? On whom will I build my life? On whom will I trust? The question is, will you choose to trust God's love for you? Will you choose to believe that our our eternal hope, our eternal joy far outweighs what we go through now? Can you choose to believe that God ultimately will use your pain and suffering for good? Can you choose to believe that God will use your pain and suffering to equip you to be a minister for the kingdom? And can you choose to believe that Jesus' sacrifice was the greatest sacrifice of all and plead the blood of Jesus over your situation today? I know this isn't easy. I know from personal experience what it's like to wrestle with the trauma and the hurt and the pain and ask why. But if I could encourage you today, friend, to turn that question around and seek who. Who is your healer? Who binds up the brokenhearted? Who never leaves you or forsakes you? Who went to the cross for you? The affirming truth for you today is, I may not know why, but I choose to trust and accept the everlasting love of God. And the verse today for that is Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. Friend, choose to accept God's love today. Choose to allow him into your hurt and pain to heal you. Choose to be restored to Christ today. Because, oh man, does he love you? You specifically, individually, personally, he loves you. And I love you too, friend. Take care. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. 
Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.